Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoke. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another weekly live stream. Romwa Ash out of commission again for tonight because he's got school. Uh, it's been a very busy week for a lot of us from the pre-show. Palang uh, we can tell everybody's tired. Oh yeah, na yung nagpaparamdam. He's on his commute right now, and he is joining us in spirit. So there, you realize, uh, yeah. you realize the kid has two different gimmicks now. He is both <laughs> Roa and an ASH. That's like contrasting gimmicks right now. <laughs> At least we acknowledge what, uh, what, what he has been up to. May continuity tayo here on the podcast. <laughs> We got a lot to talk about for tonight, uh, both on the WWE and AEW side of things, some news outside the ring as usual. If you're joining us on Kumu, uh, thank you for following us at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. If you found us on the audio only version on Spotify, thank you as well. Please don't forget to leave us a five star rating. And of course, here on Facebook, don't forget to like that page, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Now, uh, before we get to our news outside the ring, we got to start off by inviting you to become a part of our growth. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patron Community. Right, guys. So, uh, no pay-per-views again for the next couple of weeks. But at this rate, do we even need a pay-per-view? But uh, if you want to support us, if you want to, you know, if you like what we do, if you really enjoy the wrestling talk that comes from us and you like our opinions, please consider supporting the podcast through our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as $5 only or 280 pesos a month. You get access to our Discord community where we try to talk about people, um, you know, wrestling, uh, sports, TV, other good stuff. And where we also hold the watch parties and there will be two of them coming in a couple of weeks. Um, we also write reviews every week of TV shows, pay-per-views, live events, uh, was also as you can see here right now our merch um patrons get dibs 
on our on one free shirt from this cool lineup of nice shirts. Um, our patrons will be getting there soon because we just uh, finished processing the um, the orders for our first batch. And if we also have pasabais from online stores like WWE Shop or Shop AEW or Pro Wrestling Tees, you can also get in on that as well. Malapit na sale. You know, Black Friday season is almost coming up soon. So there is time to get in on that as well and get some sweet new merch that you like to, you know, you see us wearing like this and uh, what Stan's wearing. I think, Gene, are you wearing any um, merch right now? Nah? All right. No, again, no I'm yeah. not. I'm wearing some, somebody else's merch. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Again, uh, support the podcast. Please consider it. If you can, if you can. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's right there on the ticker below on the bottom of the screen. Only to 280 pesos a month. All right. Let's start with some news outside the ring. And ito, we're going to compile a bunch of stuff that's been happening over the last few weeks. Uh, several WWE talent have been teasing that they'll be getting back uh, parts of their ring name or elements of their characters. So among them, you've got Angel teasing that Angel Garza is back. Uh, you have Butch tweeting out a photo of him and Ridge Holland uh, working together from the black and gold era of NXT. So maybe could be Pete Dunne again. And then see Shotzi, who lost her tank when she turned heel on SmackDown last year. Uh, she posted a photo of her taking care of business tank on Instagram this week. So what do you guys make of all of these um, mga, uh, uh, teases from the these WWE superstars? Um, a new person is in charge. So a new boss is in charge. The old boss is gone. And th- that old boss made these um, unpopular to put it nicely, creative decisions when it comes to these identities. And Shempre, it only makes sense that the new boss is their old boss from NXT, right? So he knows who these people are and who these people were. So it only makes sense that he would consider or he would gladly approve of them getting their old names back, the names that people want. As we've been saying before, Triple H is a man of the people. He listens to the crowd. He listens to what the audience wants. He doesn't just do things because he made his mind up. So, kung totoo nga to, uh, then it's good. I don't think these guys will make these hints and change their Twitter identities and make and post these posts if they weren't, you know, in the works, diba? So, uh, good thing all around. I think uh, unequivocally a good thing. I am more interested in how they are going to retcon all the changes like how are, are they just simply going to do it and say Pete Dunn is now Pete Dunn with a new Chiron and everything or are they going to include it in a storyline because it's interesting that everybody acknowledges that the WWE is in a shift right now it's a it's a paradigm shift to b- borrow a phrase from somebody else and it's interesting because natin in the past uh, what decade are slowly being changed. They're reverting back to what they what uh, we wanted them to be in the first place. We're finally getting what we want. change in terms of like names and people just keeping their indie names uh, having to do with all the character changes and what have you. Now that we're getting it, I am more interested in finding out how they're going to go about it. Yeah. Um, see, Shotzi, for example, is a quick fix. But just adding Blackheart again to her name, 
Shotzi black card, Shotzi, whatever. It's not, it's not like anything really changed. And then Seguro having the tank back, well, we, we've seen it before, so I don't think you really have to stretch anything there. I think if anything, you magiging challenging is, let's say, uh, see Butch becomes Pete Dunn again. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to explain that as well. Uh, so you, you, uh, you have a point there. Or somebody like, say, Dewdrop, if ever they turn her back into Piper Niven. Because a few months ago, yeah. there was a report that came out that the name Piper Niven had been reportedly trademarked by WWE. Like, how do they explain Dewdrop becoming Piper Niven again? Yeah, and easy for you. The same way that they just randomly popped up with new names, uh, I think it's not going to be difficult for them to make up a story, make up a small justification. But Seamus made a justification on why Pete Dunn went by the name Butch now. So if they can do that, they can do anything. They have a team of creative writers on payroll. They did an entire story of uh, Dexter Loomis in the side. So if they can do that, they can do anything. And I, uh, like Sean Ross Sapp, said on Twitter the other day, um, I'm willing to let, I'm willing to be more optimistic, to paraphrase it, I'm willing to be more optimistic with this regime than I was with Vince. Diba? So, um, don't fear, I think. I think um, they have already thought of it. I think uh, that won't be for nothing. Yeah, in Triple H we trust. Yeah, interesting because What's to say that Kevin Owens doesn't go back to Kevin's team now? Now that everybody else got their name. Right? What's to say Sami Zayn doesn't wrestle as El Generico again? Oh, yeah, I think maybe that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, but that gets more, Because it's not just the new batch of NXT people that changed their There were guys from as far back as Seth Rollins who had to change their name. Right? So, yeah. What's to stop them now? So, parang hindi ko naman sinasabing bad thing yun. I'm just, I'm just trying to set set a limit to it. Yeah. Uh, let's answer CV's question here. If WWE can use Piper Niven when that's her indie name, it really all depends on who owns the trademark in the US because that's where Dewdrop has been performing. So, the basic copyright law is kung sino man yung may-ari ng trademark, sila yung pwedeng gumamit ng name na yun. Yeah, they trademarked the name as uh, Julian said here. So, if that is true, and it is true, I say the trademark filings are public knowledge. So um, it's only a matter of time, I think. Uh, they just have to find time to explain it, you know, do a five minute segment doing, uh, explaining bakit ito na yung pangalan ko ulit, or bakit ito yung pangalan ko to begin with, tapos ito yung bakit, bakit ito na yung pangalan ko now. So uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And I think the talent wouldn't have posted it if they weren't promised that it was happening. Yeah, that, that would be a wet blanket then, if they teased something which didn't come to fruition. So to add on to this, lang, let's uh, mention something Admin Jackie posted in the comments that WWE talent can go back to streaming and to uh, putting up their own videos on YouTube. So people like uh, Zelina Vega, AJ Styles, Asuka, Dakota Kai, all these people who've been creating content on these third-party platforms under the uh, this this new regime, as Ro calls it, puede na, uh, which is a good thing for everybody involved because Shepard, that's another stream of income. That's another way for them to be creative and to engage with their fans online. And I think that's a good thing all around. Yeah. Um, although it does uh, seem pretty weird. Uh, I think when the bans first happened, we were all blaming Nick Khan. Right? So Nick Khan this, Nick Khan that. But it turns out that 
um, Nick Khan is still around. Vince isn't. And then now they can do it all again. So um, does it mean that it wasn't really Nick Khan's idea? So it was really Vince being Vince. And then uh, all of a sudden, just because Triple H is in charge by the Nowlet. So uh, I'm really glad that this shift happened and that Nick Khan doesn't seem to be as bad a guy as we thought. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad an old man sexually assaulted the woman. And no, what? Away with I didn't family. say that. No, that's what you're essentially saying. No, right? I said I'm glad for Nick Khan, not Vince McMahon. So, uh, uh, anyway, neither here nor there. My my whole thing is, the parang si, si Nick, I don't really know how involved Nick Khan is with the actual wrestling in world wrestling entertainment. Like he, I get that he's an, a Hollywood agent and he's now the president and co-CEO of this multi-billion dollar company. I feel like he has a handle on the business side of things more than the wrestling side of things. Like We give him way too much credit for, for being the guy who says, oh, bawal kayo mag-twitch, ah. Or 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 palitan yung pangalan ng mga yan, Since I feel like that's really more of Vince McMahonism than anything else. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. that's why that's why I said yeah. Na, it it does seem like Nick Khan isn't uh, the bad guy here. Hopefully, uh, seemingly, diba? Yeah, hopefully. I, I mean, you know, none of us know. We're not in the room diba, where these conversations happen. Uh, last bit here, Aaron points out that people like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles own their ring names, so there is president of WWE using trademarked indie names. Uh, yung alam ko is yung kay Samoa Joe when he joined NXT in 2015. He and Triple H had a conversation about do you want to take some time to reestablish this brand new character, or do you want to make money now off of merch and and uh, WWE network subscriptions or whatever? And clearly they went for the latter because as soon as he entered NXT, he was already Samoa Joe right off the bat. And I can only assume that uh, they made that same exception for people like AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura or even Ricochet and Adam Cole. But when these guys all came into NXT, when they came into NXT. So yeah. Yeah, again, somewhere along the way, it changed. And uh, wait and see tayo, how, how that's going to um, you know, uh, change or stay the same moving forward in 2022. Malaking bagay din kasi yung name recall eh. Like with people like you mentioned, Ricochet, Adam Cole, uh, si Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. These are like really hot indie names, di ba? When they, when they left their respective promotions, it actually made headlines. And when, people, when they signed with the WWE, it also made headlines. So I think it also plays a huge factor in the name retention uh, game. Yeah, yeah. Importante kung gano ka sikat ka na heading into it. I just feel bad for the original NXT Five. Uh, Kevin Owens, Rikish, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, uh, Hideo Itami, and Neville. So uh, they didn't get that same chance, and it was only at around 2016 that they were able to um, go with the famous or the well-known names. So um, imagine how things would have changed had uh, we, as uh, people in the chat have been saying, have. If we got El Generico, diba? or if we had Kevin Steen, diba? so it's just really inconsistent for me, and I wish that they smoothed it out a long time ago. All right, let's move on to our next bit of news from outside the ring. Over the weekend, it was reported that Brandy Rhodes had a match at the WWE Performance Center. 
the question here really is, is she making an in-ring return? Uh, but she just gave birth recently. And um, mm. yeah, uh, well, she, it, it, it has been a while. But Cody's going to be out for a while as well. I don't think Brandy's going to appear nung wala si Cody. Um, I think this is just her training. Uh, you don't train if you're not going to do anything. So the, to the question that's on the screen right now, yes, she's making an in-ring return. Yes, she hasn't given up on becoming a wrestler. Um, oh, I go f- good for her. If that's her dream, that's her dream. Um, let's not make any uh, assumptions, though, or pre- um, preconceived notions that Randy Rhodes is a good wrestler. Uh, but um, is she making a return? Yeah. Um, does it matter? Um, I don't know. Not without Cody, as you said. But uh, it's safe to say that this is happening. And whether we like it or not, it really is. Yeah, one of the reasons she uh, was so uh, easily convinced to leave the WWE, other than her, her husband, of course, was because she wasn't given an opportunity to wrestle, which is something she desperately wanted. We saw her wrestle in AEW for the time that she was there, wrestled a few matches there. So chance I guess I'm not saying it's a stipulation in the contract, but I'm saying it eases the the opportunity for it opens the door a little bit for Brandy uh, heading back into in action as a, a competitor here. So, yeah, I'm not really sold on the idea of Brandy Rhodes as a wrestler, like Rose just said. But I mean, if she wants to do it, who are we to stop her? I guess, uh, yeah. how, ano, how they'll uh, change her name. Because when she left, she was Eden Styles, the ring announcer. So it would be right. interesting how they, if, if they ever acknowledge that at all or how they're going to introduce her as Brandy Rhodes. I think at this point, you have to be Brandy Rhodes. It's like EC3. Like EC3 wasn't EC3 before. Um, mm. He was still pretty much Derek Bateman. Paren. And then when he got over as EC3, why would you go back to Derek Bateman, the the NXT ring generator name? So uh, I, I suspect that it will be the same for Brandy. And uh, to be fair to Brandy, I guess, um, if you are training from the from the ground up to be a better wrestler, you, there is no better place than uh, the Performance Center. So I guess I'll give her that. Uh, let's see. Um, I just hope that she comes back with Cody so that she isn't like randomly striking out on her own and making these weird I'm a black bitch promos. You know, I actually agree. I want her to come back with Cody. 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 Uh, Admin Angelo said something here that he likes how Brandy is as he likes Brandy as a mouthpiece. I feel like you can be both. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. So uh, I'm, I don't have a problem with her coming back to the ring. I'm, she's not my favorite, but I'm not going to stop her, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the in-ring stuff, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, all of that good stuff. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys. Uh, well, 8-8 eight, eight sales done. Uh, payday sales, I think, are also done. So next up is 9-9. Nine, 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 nine. Uh, if you're getting anything that you want and need from Lazada, because hashtag Nasa Lazada, please, uh, please do use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. Podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in a mobile browser, add to cart and checkout from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. No shoutouts on Kumu because we're not yet on Kumu. So uh, while the live stream's going on, we'll try to find our way back on there. Okay, uh, let's get some stuff from the weeklies. Let's start off with SmackDown. And this week's returnees are Hit Row. And this has been talked about uh, even before they actually showed up again on SmackDown. Obviously, Walasi Swerve because he's on AEW. But uh, this past week, we got Top Dalla, we got... Uh, Ashanti the Adonis and B-Fab. Uh, I don't think we, anybody uh, saw B-Fab coming back, but uh, here they are. They're back. And they're, uh, they're baby faces once again upon their uh, re-debut on SmackDown. Yeah, Triple H is not slowing down. He's making up for lost time. Uh, again, um, he did kind of promise these guys uh, by virtue of pushing them on NXT. So there was kind of a promise there. Um, Hit Row was he, Hit Row got over, and he is repaying that and following through. Um, I don't know if this would have been like the. Uh, first few signees I would have made, but uh, they did get a uh, a, a short. Um, they did get a terrible deal back when they were drafted to SmackDown last year, right? So okay, lang din ako with them. I do. I did say that the mid card on SmackDown needs to be padded a lot more. This isn't a bad a bad place to start, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, tama kayo, tama si Ro, and he said that these, these aren't exactly top of the list. I mean, I'm glad they have their jobs back and that they're there. But at the same time, I can't help but feel for Swerve. Uh, of course, So he jumped on the AEW ship when he had the chance. But at the same time, I feel like he's like the heart and soul of it. He's the diddy of that promotion. He's the guy people watch. He's the Kanye of good music. So parang wala siya. What is, or how are we go, supposed to stay attracted to a bunch of guys who some of people, some of the people have never heard of, right? relatively new sila and, and a lot of them are not wrestlers. So that's not indie cred. So it's going to be a hard sell, but like you guys said, Triple H pushed them to the moon on NXT. So may, may point by bringing them back. Yeah, I was about to get to that question. Uh, does Hit Row work without Swerve in there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there was a rumor around the time they were released last year. Um, the rumor was that 
uh, Vince wanted Top Dollar to be the the big uh, face of the group. Parang, uh, just because he's huge and uh, more of the uh, wrestler archetype, um, they, he, they were going to make him, they were going to feature him more than uh, Swerve and Ashante. So um, I think I could still see that happening. Although, yeah, uh, Swerve carried that group uh, with his credibility. And I don't know any ceiling without him. I also kind of find it strange that Swerve didn't really bring them with him when he went to AEW or when he went anywhere. So it kind of shows you how close or not close they really were. So that's kind of telling. But um, Top Dollar can talk. So I think um, if you need someone who can uh, carry the act, I think you've got you got it with that. So let's see. Uh, I'm on wait and see mode. I don't know then how big of a star or how big of stars it will be in the tag division. But uh, I don't see them failing either, especially with Triple H on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that they can talk because they did that six cipher back in NXT. Right? So that cipher I really like. Uh, however, I don't know what the ceiling is for a stable of relative unknowns. However, again, the wait and see mode at this point. Might be too early to tell. Uh, I am a big fan of, of them. And if anything, the tag team division could always use more more, more bodies. So I just ended with that. Oh, it's not baby face tag team in SmackDown. At least it's uh, men's division. So, you know, having Hitro there immediately gives all these heel teams from the Viking Raiders to the Usos uh, to MMM some, someone new to work with. So at the very least, there's that. Let's cross over to Raw and talk about the red brand. And the United States Championship uh, has been in a very featured spot over the last few weeks. So obviously, it could be a consequence of Raw not having a world champion right now. But do you guys feel like the U.S. Championship is a bigger deal over the last month than it has been? Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, like you said, Roman isn't on Raw. Uh, he only got to wrestle on Raw one, so I guess Triple H can't always make him come to the shows every week. Um, and I think that what Triple H is doing here makes a lot more sense. And you may, and you wonder why Vince didn't really think of it when he had Roman skip his dates every week. Right? So why wouldn't you put the United States Championship at the near the top spot? Right? So uh, Lashley has been really lucky in that he got a couple of good opponents so far, and he's he's been given uh, quite a bit of time to wrestle that wrestle them. So imagine, uh, who would have thought that good matches would help elevate the prestige of your champion and your championship? What a concept. So <laughs> um, uh, really good for him. I'm glad that uh, uh, Lashley is being maximized and to showcase yung pagka elite athlete. Yeah, so good on you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, the Raw desperately needs a figurehead and just so happened to fall on the laps of Bobby here. So um, I'm glad that he's getting the spotlight that he deserves. Because, eh, he's, he's always just towed the line ever since he made his return to the WWE. Always not, it always isn't always a perfect situation for him, but he has always just played his part, even as a champion or as part of some random feud. Even when they broke up the hurt business, and they're part 
he was just willing to stay there in that in that spotlight. And so I'm glad that he's getting all the shine that he deserves. Because it's it's about time, you know. And and the matches, the intent, the increase in tempo and, and action, in ring action, is just reminiscent of black and gold days. And for the older wrestlers, the more seasoned veterans to participate in it and to keep up with that same type of action, it's just it's just amazing to see. Sobra solid no matches ni Lashley as of late, as Ro pointed out. And I don't know if you remember back in the mid-2000s when Bobby Lashley was really being given a rocket strap when WWE was looking to push him as the next big babyface. Um, yeah, sure, it took, it took this long, but I'm glad now we're here at a point where Bobby Lashley is so believable as the guy. Chaka, you guys forget, he was also the representative of a face Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, that happened. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers twenty uh, two thousand seven. Yeah, it kind of it kind of lines up then because he's kind of a Republican, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, Pepperidge Farm does remember, and I guess uh, it's a win, but then for the mid card uh, for the mid two thousand signings of WWE back then. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, let. Lest we all forget that Bobby Lashley is 45. So he he uh, looks really well and moves really, really well for someone who is 45. Yep. Uh, yep. Sticking with Raw here, let's talk about that Drew McIntyre promo. So you could see how passionate Drew McIntyre was when he said the words wrestler and wrestling. Even to KO, Drew, he seemed to be happy that Drew was uh, letting himself lose this way. And all of you seem to love the promo based on your reactions when we reposted it on our TikTok and on our Facebook this past week. So what did you think about this new edge to Drew McIntyre? I'm glad he's not telling weird stories anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was so over that. Tito Drew uh, with his anecdotes. Uh, yung mga ni Drew. Uh, <laughs> really like this. Um, when I first saw the clip, I knew we had something special here. And it really does make you think about how how mentally and emotionally abused we were as fans by uh, by your old boss that um, the mere mention of the word the name of the sport that we all know and love that we had to call something else just because uh, he wanted to market his own vision for it 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 all sent it all drove us crazy the word wrestler and wrestling so uh, just it it just goes to show you how much we, Triple H has to undo and how much goodwill he stands to gain from undoing all of that and just by listening to the people and giving the people what they want, as Excalibur likes to say. So good on them. Uh, I like that everyone, including the wrestlers themselves, uh, maybe even the commentators themselves, seem to be genuinely happy about hearing these words and not having to deal with these restrictions anymore. So glad that we're finally being true to ourselves and finally calling it what it is. <laughs> you got Gina, your thoughts. I, I, I actually didn't have a problem with um, the word sports entertainer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, yes, again. I don't have a problem again, with it either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't. Yeah, I don't oh, 
Oh, go. Sorry, Ro. You're saying no, no. I was just saying I don't have a problem with it either. Like uh, I get marketing for marketing's sake, but of course, it's different when you don't have to pretend anymore. But go on, go on. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I don't delude myself and say that. Oh, walang wrestling sports entertainment lang to dito wrestling. I know that a wrestler is a sports entertainer, just like I know a superstar is a wrestler. Marketing yun eh, diba? So parang hey, you know who else is a sports entertainer? Basketball players, volleyball players, every athlete you watch who performs in a sport that entertains you is yeah, a sports yeah. entertainer. Medyo, medyo, yeah. Again, again, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I think at the same time, I understand the people's sentiment against the word. I also know that matalino naman tayo lahat, eh, diba? We are all yeah. like thinking conscious individuals who can differentiate things, diba? So, it's not that big a deal for me to say na, oh, wala na sports entertainer, wrestlers na tayo lahat, because we're adults here. We're watching an, a grown product here. So, hindi naman siya like uh, a total shift in, in, in the paradigm, if you will. Oh, I think, okay. I think um, what, the, what the real thing about it here, the real problem with it here was that, uh, yes, you're, you're all right that we are actually sports entertainers. I've, I believe that. I've been believing that since uh, since I was in college, right? Um, it's I don't have a problem with it either. I guess what people really have a problem with is that the words wrestling and wrestler were banned as though they were taboo, as though they were suddenly not indicative or not uh, associative of what the sport is, right? So, parang we're a whitewash, parang historical revisionism in that kind of, in that regard, you know. So, I guess that's what the people uh, don't like. Uh, you could call it sports entertainment. Uh, you can call people sports entertainers. Just uh, don't stop them from calling them wrestlers, and don't stop them from calling it wrestling. So, I guess um, that's where the overall joy comes from. Uh, yeah. Ako, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I started doing commentary, I was really careful not to say the word wrestling. Because I was afraid that maybe there will be a voice in my ear that will say, "Oh, bawal mo sabihin yan. So I was really trying to skirt around the word for the longest time. And now hearing the commentators say it, hearing Drew McIntyre say it, uh, come clash at the castle, I think I will say the word wrestling on commentary. Because it's possible. Yeah. Nobody is stopping you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go do crazy. What, do, do what the Americans do, right? Do, so. Yeah, do as, the, do as the Americans do. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm really happy about this. Uh, any other thoughts on the Drew promo or do you want to go, go move to NXT? Uh, I just want to say that, again, uh, both guys, it's not just about the wrestler and the wrestling words being said finally. It's also about the emotion being, uh, being felt and evoked. Mm-hmm. So you can tell now that these things aren't being scripted heavily anymore. If you can talk, uh, you can go crazy, right? Uh, Kevin Owens can talk, right? He doesn't have to rely on a script. And I think they can see that. Uh, we all saw that. So also a good thing for artists who just want to express themselves. All right. Let's cross over to NXT. And the first thing we got to talk about is uh, what looks to be some sort of NXT UK invasion. So Tyler Bate uh, came out at the end of Heat Wave as the NXT UK champion. Now, uh, if you're following NXT UK, hasn't happened yet, by the way. <laughs> as of last week, that's the first round palang ng NXT UK championship tournament. So now, now you know what's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Uh, you also have Gallus. They attacked Diamond Mine. And uh, Blair Davenport has also made her presence felt on NXT 2.0. Now, this 
this development comes after news came out over the weekend na yung NXT UK taping scheduled for August were reportedly cancelled. And uh, dahil daw dun, uh, medyo may tension daw among NXT UK talents. Di nila alam what's going on. Um, the reason that was given though is that BT Sports Studios, which is the venue for NXT UK's tapings, had to be used for coverage of uh, of soccer. So that's why na-reschedule siya. I don't know what the uh, what that means for NXT UK or what it means na all of these NXT UK talent are being brought to NXT. To me, all it tells me is finally, uh, these veterans from NXT UK are going to get to move stateside, which is something I've wanted to see happen for a long time. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. definitely... Sorry, go ahead, bro. No, no, no. Go ahead. You first. Sorry, I, I am definitely on this, uh, this addition to NXT because... With Triple H being in charge of basically all of WWE creative now, it shortens the learning curve that NXT UK wrestlers have with regards to going over stateside. Diba? Parang, and dami, malaking bagay din kasi na isang tao lang yung humahawak sa lahat. Because then he can just make his pick of people from across the pond, bring them over, seamlessly incorporate them into a story and not have them be in this weird limbo moving forward. Especially when you're working with such world-class talent and such season and a lot of seasoned vets. So I really like this addition. It it makes me excited for the for the future of NXT. All right. First of all, Bruce, the British came up with the word soccer. Uh, <laughs> the Americans just used it. Second of all, um, I agree with Gina. Uh, I agree with you guys then. Um, it feel, um I don't know. Uh, well, okay, not a lot of people read get to read my NXT reviews on Patreon. But what I essentially keep saying is that it's a developmental show. Uh, it's now more a developmental show than ever than it was back in the Black and Gold brand. And um, a lot of the appeal was lost. And now if you choose to watch NXT 2.0, you watch it with the risk of... Uh, um, just observing and witnessing people who are literally learning how to become uh, great pro wrestlers. So if you don't like that, if you don't like uh, if you don't like projects in progress, you're probably not going to like NXT 2.0. And I think this move is them injecting some much needed veteran experience back into the brand. So you got, uh, as you mentioned, veterans like uh, Gallus. Um, those guys have been in the business for so long now. Um, Tyler Bate, uh, who is a young veteran, grizzled young veteran, been like GYV before. Bia Priestley, uh, Blair Davenport as well, who has uh, extensive experience in Japan. So having these guys um, gets gets the brand back in line with Triple H's original vision of having a third brand and um, uh, having them produce a nice... Uh, wrestling, a high quality wrestling show than it was uh, back when they took over and made it NXT 2.0. So, yeah, um, I think this is what it is, and I think we're gonna see a lot more of it. Uh, Stan is right. Dapat niya hindi mga NXT UK guys uh, in in the UK. So, I hope that a lot more of them get the exposure that they deserve on uh, in, in the US. At the same time, yung mga ibang hindi pa i-carry over. Sana hindi sila mawala ng trabaho. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't want anyone to lose their jobs, right? But uh, you look at NXT 2.0 right now, so many of them came from the NXT UK system. Our, our friends, Pretty Deadly, Axiom, uh, Nathan Fraser, uh, The Dyad, all of these uh, all, all of these talents, but they came from NXT UK. Uh, which brings me to Julian's question, uh, who are the other NXT UK wrestlers you want to see on 2.0? I'm going to start with my picks. Uh, I, I want to see Aaliyah James and uh, Amel. On, on NXT UK. Shempre Ginny. Uh, we haven't seen or heard from Ginny in so long. I, I, I actually miss her presence. So those are three names I, I want to see on 2.0. Um, I, sorry. Uh, I want to see Isla Dawn on uh, NXT UK. Or, sorry, on NXT. Um, I feel like she, I, I, just the, the whole, again, the whole unhinged horror element is something that I love about wrestling. And, Character wrestlers are very few now, so to have that addition into something that's very grounded is actually going to be entertaining for me. I think. Yeah, I want Charlie Dempsey. Uh, Plus one him, on Charlie, yeah. Give him the homecoming he deserves. Uh, Mark Andrews, then uh, Noam Dar, bring him back to the U.S. I think he is ready now uh, to come back after the. Mid uh, original run that he had as part of 205 Live. Um, yeah, basically, those guys. Um, a, a lot of people deserve to be on that, but I think if you bring them all back, magiging mashadong stack naman your roster. So, unti unti na lang din. Yeah, depended on the but like if anybody from NXT gets called up to the main roster in the next uh, six months, that could open up some spots for people from the UK to travel stateside or yeah. or vice versa. Like all I really want is for NXT UK to keep going. I I don't want it to get canceled at all because I uh it's become my favorite show of uh of of the weeklies to be very honest. So I hope it doesn't go anywhere. Sticking with NXT, one more thing coming out of Heat Wave is the departure of Santos Escobar. So he lost uh, against Tony D'Angelo, which we did predict in the audio only from last week. Uh, what's going to happen here? Is he going to take Legado with him to the main roster? Sana, but I don't think so. Um, it doesn't seem... The, the stipulation was really just him leaving NXT. So unless they write Legado off as well, uh, I, I really wish they would come up. They deserve the main roster experience already. But um, Santos has to go to SmackDown, as we mentioned. As chat is mentioning right now, uh, hello, Fred, you uh, face around here. Um, I He deserves it. He's 38 years old, as I mentioned last week. Yeah. So um, he's not getting any younger. And SmackDown needs all the help it can get. Yeah, same. Yeah, I... I want Legado to get called up. Um, I actually don't think it's that difficult for the of for creative to write them off. Uh, just come up with some BS solution for that. But but I really want all three of them to make it, just because I hate seeing broken up stables. Like, parang investment in time stable to smalana siya, so the T-shirt you bought doesn't make sense anymore. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I really want I really want them to get called all three of them to get called up. What if uh, Legado gets called up as a unit to SmackDown and they reignite their feud with Hit Row? Oh God, with Hit Row. But Unless they call Electro Lopez out as well. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I won't mind it. Like, it was a fun feud. So, okay lang din. Yeah, yeah, it was actually a fun feud. Yeah. 
Itong si Giancarlo brings up a fun fantasy matchup, Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar. So if Santos goes to Raw, we could very well get that. Why not? I mean, they're both Ducha legends, so why not? Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, uh, uh, just just give me more Santos Escobar in the ring, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, dabbing, I'm dabbing fantasy matchups to Pumapasok just because he is such an established veteran, diba? He's such a, yep. not just in the WWE or in NXT, but just in the wrestling as a whole, diba? He was we were covering him since Lucha Underground pa exactly. lang, so I'm really happy to diba? see this dude finally going to Raw or SmackDown. Exactly. So, so there, uh, congrats to Santos Escobar. I, I really do hope that um, his, his main roster experience will be as best as it can be. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Kenny Omega returning, CM Punk and John Moxley being set for next week, everything else in between for Dynamite. But first, we're taking a break and letting you know how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys, again, a 99 sale coming up in a few weeks. So get ready for that. But if you're still going to buy anything that you want and anything that you need right now on Shopee, you can support the podcast in the process by um, using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash letter W, the number nine and letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're online on Kumu. May shoutouts ba? Uh, wala naman. But I do want to say thank you to everyone who has tuned in right now on Kumu. Um, if you like the wrestling talk that we are doing, please uh, smash those hearts. Please, uh, please give us uh, your likes so that um, you get to let the, uh, the people on Kumu know that you like wrestling talk. Uh, I just want to answer itong Cruiserweight Championship talk. Uh, on in the chat as the resident cruiserweight division fan. Um, as much as I would like to say that Triple H being in charge is a good sign for it, I don't think it's high in his priority. Um, he kind of washed his hands off of it, of the entire cruiserweight division back when Vince took over. And then uh nung uh, nawala siya, medyo nawala na rin yung ano, nawala na rin yung mga cruiserweights na sinay niya. So I don't think they're gonna do that again unless they go on a massive hiring spree of cruiserweights, which again I am not sure if it's a priority for him at all. So sayang lang. I, I don't think he should bring it back if they're not gonna focus on it. Uh, to answer Julian's question, yung gimmick ni Santos Escobar during the Cruiserweight uh, Championship Tournament was El Hijo del Fantasma. That's his indie name. Uh, that's because his dad was El Fantasma. So, yun, kaya siya, ano, uh, Legado del Fantasma because he's literally carrying on the legacy of uh, the ghost or the phantom, which is yung tatay niya. Let's go to AEW and let's talk about the big return that happened this week and that's Kenny Omega. This has been uh, built up. People have been talking about it and you know whether or not it was a surprise, I thought it was a very feel-good moment. Uh, like 
a lot of you, I also miss the elaborate Michael Jordan style intros that ginagawa ni Justin Roberts for him. And the only question coming out of uh, out of his return match is work, batong parang injury that he's doing in the ring. Because if it's not a work, bakit nila minadali yung pagbalik ni Kenny? No, I think it's not a work. I mean, sorry, sorry. It's it's a work that uh, he is not as injured as he looks like. So um, I think they were just playing up the uh, visible injuries and the visible slowdowns for the purpose of drama in the match. So okay, he's not 100% into it. It kind of looks awkward. But after seeing him tweet about it, I can tell that it's... Um, they're, they're, they're kind of making the elite uh, a bit of an underdog, even though it's a unit. Yeah. So um, I guess it's not all overpowered Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah, I wonder where he fits in with the whole undisputed elite situation, though. No, he's the Young Bucks. It's three on three. So, uh, so, they, so they're going to head into the, that uh, trios tournament? As the no, the undisputed on. elite are not in the tournament. Oh, okay. So, and then, yeah, no, I'm glad that uh, Kenny Omega is back. Uh, it's always exciting to watch. Kung injured nga talaga siya, sana hindi, sana hindi lumalay injury niya. Yun na lang. Here's a question though. Is Kenny a face or a heel? Because he acted like a face, but he still has Don Callis with him, who is still a heel. So, what's the alignment here? I think he's a face. The Young Bucks are pretty much face now, again. Uh, especially after the UE turned on them. And then Kenny uh, came back to a pop. Uh, he didn't feel or he didn't seem like he was a heel. Um, yeah, the only element that seemed heelish around here was Don Callis. And I think it was just uh, there for continuity. Because if you come back, if Kenny Omega comes back without Don Callis, we'd be here wondering where Don Callis is about. So yeah. uh, I think it's them... Uh, being consistent with the portrayal. So I think they're going to address that soon. Uh, either they're going to get rid of Don or Don is going to turn a little nicer heading, <laughs> uh, moving forward. So we'll see. Yeah, he did come out through the face tunnel this week and so did Callis and Nakazawa. Um, you know what? I, uh, Roman J, I couldn't tell what Don Callis was saying because every time he tried to get something in, binabara siya ni JR. So, like, halos wala magawang character works si Don Callis kanina, to be which very honest least, with you. Uh, you know, which at least is something for Don Callis because dati, kung heal siya, hindi siya nagpapabara, diba? That's true. Comment that. That makes sense. Nagpapabara, diba? So, at least then, you can actually kind of tell kahit paano na he's a lot nicer than that papatalo. He's holding back. Commentary. Yeah, he's holding back a little bit more. Just letting JR do JR things on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, sticking with AEW, let's go to this next bit. CM Punk and John Moxley has been announced for next week. They're gonna unify the championship. So, but pa tayo mag all out, guys? <laughs> yeah, um, no, no, no. Um, no, the the reason why the for, uh, the context of this is that I wrote my review of Dynamite today before we came on the show, and I got to thinking. Um, they made it make they made it make sense, right? So, uh, Punk and Mox don't like each other. They really hate each other from the So they didn't really hold back there, and it makes sense for them to you know may, have the money match next week instead of waiting three more weeks for the pay per view. Uh, to me, though, I ask, and I don't ask this in a judgmental or accusatory way, why 
wh- why does AEW still need to hold pay-per-views? Diba? So, um, clearly, Tony Khan views TV as more important than pay-per-views. He spends a lot more time building up the TV episodes. He spends a lot of time building up Dynamite and, uh, to an extent, Rampage. Tapos, uh, yung pay-per-view cards, minamadali lang niya. And sometimes yeah. they end up being huge clusterfucks. So at this point, why would you still have a pay-per-view if you can just do really good TV episodes instead? Diba? So si may pera pa rin sa pay-per-view, guys. Yeah, yun, yeah. Pero, yeah, yeah, that's but true. Just go, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say that that's true, yes, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's also an additional expense to hold a pay-per-view and stage all of that, diba? So, um, I think you can draw in a lot more people, I guess, on TV. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure 100% on the business side of it. But um, if you don't run a pay-per-view every month the same way WWE does anyway, then why have four pay-per-views in a year? Why not just have one big one a year? Because they wanted to break away from the WWE mold. They are doing pay-per-views a lot differently, and it, it the, most of the time they do not work. They do not pay out. They do not pan out. So WWE can say you build a pay-per-view up through your weekly shows. That's how it was traditionally done. Right? you have these little matches, these little feuds that lead into big pay-per-view matches, so that when the pay-per-view comes, This time around, Tony Khan said, "F that." And just did his own thing. And Fidingo, it's because he's a wrestling fan, and that's what he wants to see as a wrestling fan. And also because he just desperately wants to prove WWE wrong. So I don't really know if this is smart business acumen from him. But then again, he's a businessman. So if that's what he wants to do, then uh, who's to say that? Who am I to say that? Yeah, See, di rin naman natin alam what, what goes on sa business side. Uh, Julian says in the chat, uh, this feels like as if WWE moved John Cena versus The Rock to a random episode of Raw instead of WrestleMania. That's kind of true, but also at the same time, you have to think of it that uh, when Tony Khan does this for AEW and for Dynamite, he really promotes the hell out of it. So um, it's not just a random episode of Dynamite. It's an episode that he at least makes it feel like a big deal. So I will give him that much credit. So and I I don't mind it at all. I, I I would much rather watch these two hours of pay, of TV than sit through four hours at least of um, pay per views and a lot of matches crammed in that four hours, right? So um, kung ganito na lang din, like let's just have TV. Let's just not do a pay per view. Let's just not waste my Monday morning, right? Uh, let's not let's not waste my Monday morning anymore. Uh, Sitting through, uh, waking up early and sitting through these four hours, I I wouldn't mind that at all. Like, uh, let's make TV, let's make each week of TV feel special. I don't mind that. Last bit here on Punk and Mox. What do you guys think about uh, the pot shots that CM Punk threw John Moxley's way, saying that John's not even the, uh, the third best guy in his group. He's not even the best John around. May pot shot pa kay Eddie Kingston na he's not even the best Kingston around. <laughs> uh, medyo, medyo, ano, medyo 
bad taste in my mouth yan. Kasi instead of trashing the competition, he ended up trashing the people in his own company, which are uh, two of the people that the company is trying to get over. So that's kind of counterproductive to me. But I think I'm going to give it a pass for now because it seems like he's being positioned between the between him and Mox, he's being positioned as the uh, pseudo heel. The same way Hangman was positioned as a pseudo heel between the two of them, because I think um, I hope and I hope that self awareness that by virtue of wrestling good matches every week, Mox really got over with the crowd, and um, he makes a better case for being uh, a, the legit champion right now than CM Punk did ever, even though uh, Punk was out with a legit injury, but. Uh, Punk is only technically champion right now because Tony Khan didn't want him to drop the championship. Right? So I think he has a, 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 a small case for being a dick right now. Yeah, no, Gino, oh, have you seen the promo? I have seen the promo. I did like it. I felt like it was just Punk being Punk, though. Like, you get my own. That's why, that's why people watch CM Punk because he always says some controversial thing that people immediately latch on to. Right? See, Moxley called it. I love how Moxley said that mic in your hand is just a mic. Yeah, right? that was I, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was, that was actually a good way to just demean CM Punk's mic skill. Lesson to what he brings to the table. But I feel like because of my virtue of being CM Punk, he always attracts a crowd whenever he has a mic in his hand. And this was his attempt at doing that. It does it essentially worked uh, probably not for most people like no but oh, I enjoyed it I, I thought it was pretty funny I always like it when people throw pot chats at each other whether it's across the trenches or you know towards your own teammates uh, oh, I, I have a problem with it uh, and here's why um, if you guys have read your earlier books ni Chris Jericho he actually has a chapter there where he talks about promo work and why you should never say that your opponent is a joke kasi pag sinabi mong joke time lang yung kalaban mo tas tinalo mo siya edi tinalo mo jabroni lang diba so para saan pa na naglaban kayo what do you get out of winning now if the jabroni beats you then you lost to a jabroni so ikaw rin yung mukhang tanga dun. so in in punk saying na oh you're not even the best John around or you're the third best guy in your group or even taking a shot at Eddie Kingston. And if these guys beat Punk, Eddie, show you mo gago dun, di ba? So like, I look at it, I, I look, you know you know me, I look at promo work from an old school lens. So when Ro pointed that out earlier, I was like, yeah, I think uh, there was a better way for Punk to have done this. What way uh, on brand for his character? I don't know. But I wouldn't have done it that way just because kalaban mo si Moxley, a one-on-one kayo, dapat you're on the same level and, and you're not supposed to like bury the guy. So y- yun yung sa akin. Yeah, um, I'm gonna let it slide for now because I'm hoping that they really are intentionally making Punk the the kupal here, the bitter kupal right now. Because he was sitting at home for what three months was it? Um, uh, yeah, nursing his foot and not being able to wrestle. So I'm guessing you can get bitter by doing that by by being by, by <laughs> on the by, shelf by, by getting stuck at home, right? So yeah. if uh, if he comes back next week or whenever coming trying to come across as the good guy that's where I'll, that's where I'll have a problem with it but for now um as Chino said um it's punk being punk and him him being a grumpy fuck right? so uh, i'm i'm team mox here because uh, he's he i believe him when he says he's the heart and soul he really is um, same i i want him i want him to uh 
continue from this point as a legit world champion, I think it'll be a bad idea if he doesn't. I think that will be a bit of a a bit of a Vince style trolling if he doesn't win. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't. People are saying, behind no contest next week. Uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. All right. Uh, you guys have been mentioning Daniel Garcia in the chat. Let's talk about him because at the end of that uh, amazing match against Brian Danielson, people were uh, getting on his side saying, you're a wrestler. And um, they seem to be teasing a Daniel Garcia and Chris Jericho feud here along with Daniel Garcia potentially becoming part of the Blackpool Combat Club. So what do you think, Ro? Is is Garcia uh, going to become one of our guys now? He's always been in my guy, right? Um, I think he always was. And no una, I wanted this match, the two out of three falls match, to be on the pay-per-view. But now after what they did here, they're obviously uh Sana obviously building up to Garcia versus Jericho, which is also gonna be a fun match, I think, and uh has a lot more drama built in, I think. Um, when they commit to the story, it gets really good. So I'm looking forward to that. Um Brian wanted Garcia in the BCC. Regal is uh, also um, appreciative of Garcia. So I think this is it. I think they're yung group. Nila. And, I, you know, this guy isn't just a sports entertainer. He's, he's a real wrestler. Right? So looking forward to that. Chineko, any feelings on uh, Daniel Garcia? It's just funny how he isn't just a sports entertainer. Entertainer is like, it goes back to the previous argument. Anyway, I uh, I like him. I like Daniel Garcia as a competitor. I think he was one of the names uh, name checked in that promo they just did. They did yeah. at the start of the BCC. Right? So yep, yep. I, I like him being a part of that. And I know also that Chris Jericho is also fond of Daniel Garcia because it's a Jericho Appreciation Society. So it's just a lot of votes going Daniel Garcia's way. He is very young. The kid has a bright future and being tutored by uh, these vets in the industry can only do wonders for him moving forward. So yeah, we'll see kung uh, la landing tong si Daniel Garcia by the time All Out happens. Uh, let's end the AEW talk uh, with a very clutch thing that happened less than a minute remaining on AEW's broadcast and that was Andade and Rouge turning on Dragon Lee. Literally like 30 seconds remaining on the broadcast. This happens and literally nobody knew what was going on. So I find this to be very confusing and kind of weird since there was another turn that just happened earlier in the show when uh, the gun club turned on Billy Gunn and then all of a sudden, like, like normally turns are supposed to be a big deal, but you're supposed to give them time to breathe and everything. But uh, Andrade gives uh, Dragon Lee the Hammerlock DDT and then biglang, boom, fade to black. Like, what happened here? Yeah, it feels like, it, it, it felt like the commentators didn't know that it was going to happen. But um, whether, whether or not it was a botch on their part, nah, they had to do it with 30 seconds left. Um, or... Talagang it was booked that way. It was just bad. Um, it was really, really bad. Like, I don't know why you did this. It felt super desperate. I don't understand why you couldn't have just called an audible before the match went on and told these guys, okay, don't do it. Uh, we don't have that much time left on the broadcast. Let's save it for Rampage or next week's Dynamite. 
you have enough time for that. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand this. Parang Tony Khan is losing it. So, yeah. uh, really, really bad uh, directing here at this point. I think it's a matter of direction. Yeah, if if we were talking about Vince's, then we gotta mention Tony Khan's because this is uh, this happens way too often now. To just be ig- ignored. The parang half half cooked storylines, misplaced storylines, and then gets swept under the rug, and then gets just enveloped and just other mid card feuds. The parang how many mid card feuds do they have now? Like a hundred. They want to say so many wrestlers. They like didn't know what they're going to do. So it's just again very poor timing on their part. Aaron, yeah, uh, it should have been CGN points out that it should have been Kenny's moment, and he's right. Kenny Omega just returned, and the elite just yeah. won. They were the ones who advanced yeah. past the first round, and I would have thought that AEW would end with uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks celebrating. So it just stole the thunder away from Kenny here. Yeah, no. Aaron was saying it's uh, it didn't seem that feel. We're not just we're not questioning that uh, it didn't make sense. It's just that we're questioning why they had to do it with thirty seconds left on the broadcast. So um, as people were mentioning, it should have been Kenny's moment, but um, one more thing just needed to happen because Tony Khan needs all the things to happen. Uh, Chino mentioned that they have a lot of people on the roster, so Tony Khan kind of feels obligated to give as many people uh, as many moments as possible. Uh, I know how that feels. Um, I've been part of a company that tried to do just that. And uh, yeah, isa masasab- isa uh, there is a reason why um, you don't put everyone on, you don't book everything. You don't try to cram everything to happen in one show. Uh, you just uh, have to make time for the moments that need to happen and the moments that matter. It's a matter of editing and subtracting and not adding as much as you can because it's super weird. Mm, di lang yun, prioritizing din siguro. Like, I- I've been saying this for weeks. Now, Dynamite is a two-hour show. So yeah, that, that is still a lot of time. But there are certain things that we don't need to see happen on Dynamite every week. Like, I keep, I- I- I'm keep sorry to keep going back to the gun club and the acclaimed as an example. But that was another gun club and acclaimed chapter that didn't need to happen on Dynamite. You know what we could have used? Another women's segment. There was only one women's match slash segment. At all. And it was less than 10 minutes. Yung Tony Storm. That was it. No Thunder Rosa. No Britt Baker. No uh, Shida. N- none of them. So uh, I-, I-, I guess they need to like reprioritize uh, which matches or segments get time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree there. I agree. Um, I've been pushing for the women so hard for AEW. I said they've hired so many great women. And I think... Um, there is only so much that the women can handle before something breaks. Um, Tony has to change something soon, or else he might get a mutiny on his hands. Like it almost happened to Vince, right? until the scandals happened. So uh, he, it again, it isn't just about having their own show. It really is about a matter of um, feeling like they're. Uh, they have enough value to be put on the show. So I hope that he comes to this come to Jesus moment and uh, does right by them and starts editing. Like, get someone to help you. I feel like he's taken on so much. He's trying to do everything himself that no one is in his ear or he doesn't listen to anyone trying to help him out. I feel like Tony Khan treats AEW like his own personal train set here. 
His own personal Legos, kumbaga. Parang, oh, pwede natin pagdabahanin si ganito, ganyan. This is a cool matchup, diba? Parang, but it essentially, it doesn't really work that way because you're essentially juggling people's actual careers here. Siyempre, gusto mo, you want to do right by them and have them put, uh, have them on screen all day, every day. Pero at the same time, you gotta learn how to balance your roster out. They have way too, especially at this rate where they keep getting guys, they have way too many people to just keep putting them on screen and having them essentially do nothing. Any other thoughts on AEW before we go to Picks of the Week? No, I'm good. Um, that's that's my vent of the week. All right, let's get to our Picks of the Week then. Uh, I'm going to start with mine. And it was the main event from SmackDown this past week, Intercontinental Championship match between Gunta and Shinsuke Nakamura. It did not disappoint. And it really screamed Triple H era. Uh, Gunta himself tweeted out Friday Night Pro Wrestling, which was amazing. And I, I just love everything we got out of it. Um, for those of you who didn't get to watch Gunta during his NXT UK run, meron patigim on this week's SmackDown. And I just want to see more of it. So I was really happy with that main event. Yeah, my pick goes out to a main event, the show, not an actual main event. Uh, it is uh, with T-Bar versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, I'm sorry. Uh, on this week's, uh, last week's main event. I was at, This is probably the only time I'm picking anything from main event. I could be wrong. But I was, nakita ko yung clips on Instagram and it actually got me to watch the whole thing. Again, very reminiscent of T-Bar, Donovan Zajakovic on NXT during his black and gold run. Sana balik na nila yung pangalan niya. There's one guy I really want to have his name back in him. And sana, you know, because he was just so dominating on NXT black and gold. And we got a taste of that against Mustafa Ali. Against Adusha, but I mean, you know, them's the breaks. Main event is a really good place for wrestling. The Those um, sea shows, if you will, um, they are spots for the wrestlers to just go crazy and wrestle. So um, if you're looking for hindi uh, naman high stakes but a good action, those are the things to those are the shows to watch. Anyway, my pick of the week is um, as hinted before, uh, Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia, two out of three falls. It is a master class in having Garcia. Well, kind of elevate his stock and uh, have him transform further into the exact kind of wrestler that he always wanted to be. So, um, connect it in, connect yung match mismo to uh, what happened after, where um, he wanted to shake or he was considering shaking Brian's hand before Jericho attacked him and then he tried to attack Jericho. So, um, he, there was a come to Jesus moment in which, um, he realized that he didn't want to be no sports entertainer. So uh, all of all of that, the entire thing was really great. And they really did do a pay-per-view quality and pay-per-view length match in this TV episode. So go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Must watch. Uh, Bruce picks Shinsuke Nakamura versus Gunta, AJ versus Lashley, and Theory versus Dolph. Roman J picks uh, SmackDown main event, and yung pick the Niro, uh, as well as that uh, maximum male model segment with Los Lotharios. Giancarlo picks another good match from Raw. Uh, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus The yes. Miz and Champa. I really enjoyed yes, that. Yes. That was my favorite from Raw this week. Uh, Julian picks Hit Row's return, Gunta Nakamura, the Drew and KO promo, uh, Danielson Garcia. 
admin Angelo, Dami picks as usual. Uh, he also picks up uh, picks Tony D versus Santos Escobar. And uh, pa ba? Gian picks Indy Hartwell's love letter from Dexter Loomis. That was a great touch of continuity. Yeah. Now that yeah, he's yeah, back yeah. in WWE, I really appreciated that. Uh, also, a great way to introduce uh, Blair Davenport as a spoil sport. Um, Aaron picks the Trustbusters taking over Rampage, uh, the SmackDown main event, Drew McIntyre. And yung match nina Garcia and Danielson. So there. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in your picks. Meron ba sa Kumu? Wala. Sorry. All right. Let's get to uh, our plugs. Chino, let's put over your show. All right. So my first hour special is happening next week. That is a Friday, August 26, 8 p.m. Cinema 2, Cinema 76, Cafe Anonas QC. Uh, tickets are at 500 pesos. It'll be my first hour of stand-up comedy after 14 years of doing it all over the world. So a lot of tickets have gone to family. So sana ibang tao manood naman para hindi lang ako nag-show sa harap ng pamilya ko. Diba? Dapat nag-show na lang ako sa bahay kung ganun. Diba? So punta naman kayo guys. Cinema 76 Cafe Anonas QC. Tickets at TicketToMe.net Alright. Well, thank you for uh, GM for uh, congratulating the Cool Pals on the tour. Uh, also, for all the latest things about me, including the podcast that is again on hiatus, <laughs> I don't know why also, uh, go to linktr.ee slash Chino Supersize. All right. Uh, Ro, let's put over MWF. All right, guys. Uh, new episodes of MWF Action Novella have dropped earlier this week. Uh, I, I know there was a break last week so you can watch them by subscribing to MWF on Gank. Please support local wrestling if you want uh, if you want there to be uh, Filipino homegrown delegates in the WWE or AW soon because I know one of my opponents just wrestled in AW this week so that's pretty cool so um, it is manilawrestling.com you can find everything from there you can subscribe to Gank from there you can follow us you can follow us on social media from there the Gank subscription is only $10 or 540 pesos for 100 Gank coins to subscribe for a month um, you get uh, access to the latest episodes and all the previous episodes as well. So super, 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 so that none. And then Road to Fate is happening on September 11. That is in a few weeks. Uh, there are still tickets left. Um, there is a chance for you to sit ringside as well. So if you want to be close to the action, you can get, you can snatch up that opportunity. The tickets are available at TicketToMe.net and. Uh, they are. I'm pretty sure they are very affordable as well. Again, please support local wrestling. It is the best way for you to do that to help our local scene thrive. And follow right. us on TikTok. TikTok at Wrestling Two Xbox. Malapit kami yeah. ten thousand. So malapit kami nine thousand followers. So if you get us to ten thousand, we'll be able to. Uh, we'll be able to better monetize our operations. So let's get to it. Uh, let's also support Philippine wrestling. If you want to go learn how to be a wrestler, yes. learn the basics. JDL school, his first then, class. Uh, then, it. Uh, may update ba? I think maubusan na slots. So uh, Last few slots. Last few slots. So if you are, uh, sige, go on. Sorry, go ahead. 
yeah, get on it. Uh, just go check out bit.ly slash Escuela de Leon, E-S-C-U-E-L-A de Leon. Uh, go check that out. JDL will be um, traveling. He's on his way to Thailand he's right now alongside there. Ken Warren. Ayun, he's already there. They're going to be performing this weekend. Really excited for our friends getting back out there and performing for the Southeast Asian region. Um, is for every- sports entertaining? Oh, yes. Of course they, they are. will be. Oh. Yes, they will be. Uh, for everything else that we're doing, you can follow us individually. You know where to find us at Chino Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, at Rowis War, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you so much to everybody for joining us, whether you're on Kumu or on Facebook or on the audio only versions over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you as well to the PNA producers for all the work that they do for us behind the scenes. And we'll catch you next week for another audio only version uh, on Spotify and Champagne live streams that in Thursdays at 7 p.m. here on Kumu and on Facebook. On behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much, everybody. Go keep your masks on, please, whenever you go out and get your vaccines and your boosters if and when you can. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.